morning. You doing all right this morning? Yeah, doing good. Gotta go to another funeral shit. Oh yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, Demetrius family. Oh, so somebody from Demetrius family. Yeah. She's been uh, out of four weeks, three funerals. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, um that's that's unfortunate, but that's that's a part of uh life, right? right. <laughs> we need to be prepared. We we definitely need to be prepared to 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 go and um that's what we're doing now um is preparing to uh so whenever that time comes uh hopefully later than sooner we we can um be prepared prepared. yes 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 leave a legacy leave something for our children's children and um be able to go go where we need to go and do what we need to do. And so I, I just want people to know that, hey, this is the way Antoine was going. This is how he was rocking. This is what he loved. This is what he did for us, you know, and put it in that that light. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a uh, that's what we got to do. I see you. I see you over there, cuz. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, nothing much you work not working working but not working <laughs> yeah, yeah, i understand i understand i know how i go i know how i got been there done that uh and so uh we're we're excited that you all are here this morning uh any takeaways from our reading let me plug up my computer before it dies um You remember, like yesterday, I said that, you know, I was proud of everyone for um, just doing what you're doing with this block blockchain and, you know, getting on your groups and and continuing to read and learn and stretch yourself. It's a stretch for us all. Right. Um, the more we stretch, the better we'll we'll get. We we are. <laughs> We're, we're becoming healthier individuals, right? We're becoming healthier individuals because we're ex- expanding our minds. We're learning something new. We're learning something different. And with that expansion, um, it, it, it causes us to push ourselves and push our brain to learn stuff. And as we do that, we're strengthening our, our brain and uh, just becoming healthier. And so... That's that's such a blessing. Uh, so we read uh, chapter seven and eight, right? Um, selling our NFTs and uh, how big NFTs markets are. And so got some great information out of those two chapters. Um, anybody want to share some of their takeaways? They, I like the step-by-step. Um, process to 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 starting your nfts um there's a possibility to lose um by starting your nft if you don't start it the right way and have the right 
um, mindset when starting it. Um, and, and so things of that nature. It says in the year 2020, the global NFT market made about $338 million. But the global uh, collectibles market, which comprises physical trading cards, games, toys, cars, and more, made $370 billion in the market. So, uh, and, and, and as we are seeing, things are going to be shifting towards the digital world, right? And so that's why we, we are here because we are getting ahead of the curve. Let us go ahead and start with, uh, we do suppose to have a guest today. Hopefully she jumps on at 8.30 um, Central Standard Time and 7.30 uh, uh, Eastern Time. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's where we are. So... I will move forward daily. I will move forward daily. <clears throat> I will make positive daily habits. I will make positive, make positive daily habits. I am grateful. I am, I am grateful. grateful. I win. I win. I deserve this. I deserve this. I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will, I will learn, 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 and relearn daily. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will manage my time wisely. I will manage my time wisely. I am fearless. I am fearless. I am fearless. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. And I'm limitless. And I'm limitless. And I win. Yes, 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 yes. And so when we when we think about these things, you know, and we then we start tackling our tasks, sometimes we have to re recommit to it. Um, and we need to say it again. Um, I want to I'm gonna try to do that today. I wanna try to create a um or over the weekend. Uh, tr- create a poster that we can put on up in our um, in our house. Um, we can print it out and, and post it up, right, so that we can see where we um, where we are and where we're going. And so um, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, and so um, when we get in that tough spot, when, when it's like when we're overwhelmed or we feel that we can't make it, we look at that, we, we have, we pull it up on our phone. We, we have it. Um, when we go into the refrigerator, we have it on our mirror, wherever you need to put it. Um, you'll be able to see your daily affirmations. You know, um, I want to, um, definitely, uh, get that to you all. So, so we can move forward with that. So any other takeaways um, about our, from our reading on last night, we are wrapping it up next Friday. We'll be finished with the book and um, then we can, we can start diving even deeper into what we're doing. And um, we can also 
we can also uh, just get better, just get better. Brother Martel wasn't going to be able to make it. He he did make it out to Colorado um, for his business meetings and things of that nature. So he won't be able to make it this morning. But we are recording so so that we can uh, all be able to tap back into it if we need to. So the recordings are found in the board meeting um, folder. And in the board meeting folder, I put, uh, what's the name of it? Meeting videos. And so we can get that. I'm also going to create a, um, a, a Google Chrome space where we can find, we can get access to all our information. So if there's any uh, NFTs and stuff like that, um, we can get, we can get that information. So look, let me show you this real quick. Let's share my screen. Let's see if y'all want to do this, but here, like I got, this is my own security info source, um, Google screen. Okay. So any, I got all kinds of stuff here that uh my web guy he my old web guy he created um different folders uh oops i didn't mean to click on that he created different folders so that everything can be organized so websites that we need to go to um they're already logged into and everything like that it just makes it so much easier to to operate right um from a computer screen and like I said, I want all of us to move to um, being able, while we own our meetings, to be on a computer if all is possible. Um, and so I know some for some it won't be possible, and I understand that. But if the more we can get on, so these all have connections to uh, what what we're doing, our mailboxes and things of that nature. So. It's just a good way to keep our information together. And so I'll work on that. And <clears throat> so then everybody can log in. And like, so when we put banking information and, and um, our different wallets, all of that can be here at a at a click of a button. You can get into the wallet for the, uh, for the uh, organization, right? So what that's- internet are you using? I'm using Chrome. Okay. So yeah, it will be on Chrome. So that's that's the Google platform. Chrome is the uh, Google uh, internet browser. Because I'm about to say, mine do not look like that. That's because I got um, Explorer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you do, if you do that, so I'll create different folders, and we can create different folders to put stuff we can have committee folders like so you can just drop a video in there or a link to a website or something like that that you want to frequent um to go through thumbnails and uh to different wallets can go up here um so uh this is just a cool way of doing things and making it more easy and um user friendly for us All right, so let's go to, we're talking about 
number three today, right? Which is our blockchain creation. And who's on our committee? We have Io, Shellis, um, Shelly, and Dion. And Miss Shelly is chairing this today. Um, are you ready to share about this? We got about 15 minutes um, before our guest um, comes on. Is there anything that you would like to share with the group? Good morning. Good morning. And I apologize for yesterday. I had a few little challenges at work, so I didn't make it home until later. So I didn't get a chance to attend any meetings. Um, Actually, I was on last night at work trying to add some things to this, and it didn't work out very well. Okay, let me make so, sure. So... Um, I'm sorry. I didn't oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I um, was trying to get home so that I can get on my computer. I didn't really realize I was the chair until I looked at it at work this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. Didn't know so that. I tried huh? to hit some things to add. But um, let's see. Well, if you're not ready today, that's that's fine. We can just uh, we can just we can work on it together, and so we don't want to put any pressure. Next week, now we're pressuring okay, everybody. <laughs> okay. So. Oh. Well, I was thinking that there were some some things to add. I know that um, I was reading last night. You know, the thirty minutes that I had. And I think we had in the list um, solar wind, um, what was it, solar wind, and I'm trying to get to it, but I I saw that there was some different um, renewable that I was not aware of. Yes. Like, I guess wave will, will flow with the water, the hydro. And then you had solar wind and tidal. I was thinking that had to do with the water also. But geothermal is one that I wanted to research. Mm-hmm. And then I saw they had volcano and biomass. So I was trying to put it in perspective of what exactly we were supposed to be researching. And if I'm correct, we were looking for green sources to run the blockchain. Correct. And that's going to be, and what I also discovered during the recent, you know, the time that I was looking is that um, finding the the source that would be the most productive and the most economical is a good start. But then the catch is how sustainable will it be? You know, how, you understand what I'm saying? How long lasting? So I was thinking, okay, well. You know, say, for instance, um, the wind, for instance. No, I'll say solar. The solar, for instance. You know, it may be good. It may be productive and a good source. But then how sustainable is it? You know, how can it stand the number of hours 
that are required to be consistent, you know, to continue being that it's a 24 hour process. So I was just, um, I was thinking that probably I need to do a little more research and and, and I pull I, together the other resources. Yeah, that I, I have like that. that. I haven't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I was just going to say that I, I like that uh, thought process. How sustainable will it be? Um, but if we use those sources, it may not be the only source that we use. We probably have to use energy, right, um, mm-hmm. from that. But if we're using a part of those that make that's making us even more greener right and so Mm -hmm. if if it's not totally sustaining the whole process we know that we're still using it and we're cutting off the we're eliminating some of the carbon imprint if we can't eliminate all of it and so as we go as a corporation and um as a blockchain we'll be able to eliminate more and more as we get uh uh excuse me get uh more into the space and do some more collaborations with companies that's already using um green products and using the biomass resources the geothermal um uh, resources renewable resources so yeah that's that's great so yes you're thinking along the right lines um as we move forward in um we we probably won't get a hundred percent, but whatever percentage, the greater percentage that we get, the better um, the whole universe will be. Not universe, but the whole world will be, um, because we're we're using renewable energy, and then using multiple sources, which will take up the slack, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, I even noticed something that um, one of the articles that mentioned magnets using magnets in the process and I thought about that I'm like magnets and I thought about magnets they do have a magnetic a magnetic force field and I was trying to um, see how that would be that was something else that I wanted to research I basically um, I got that from I don't think it was in a photo that I saw online, but something that I was reading and they had some, the pictures and I'm like, wow, magnets. And I thought about um, just researching just to see, just to have an idea of the different options. Yes. Um, but, um, uh-oh. I can wait. I want to hear this. No. So I was just going to say, (laughs) I was going to say that we could think about creating NFTs for uh, these these different um, hydro uh, um, energy sources, right? So we can um, create games. and, And so we are learning information, but we can create games and NFTs, as we learn this information, these can be some of the, um, you know, um, things that we can create to earn money. So we are going to, you know, use resources like that. So just something to think about as we as we enter the NFT space and gaming. 
um, so we can use that. Okay. So there was, um, is my 15 minutes up? Uh, we, uh, you good. Um, I, I think that we're, we're heading in the right direction with that. Um, we said that how many, um, how many hours that we wanted to use per, per, uh, we wanted a hundred computers, right. Using 24 hours a day at, did we put, we wanted 20 hubs by the end of 2022 with at least, at least a hundred computers per hub. And so, um, you know, when we, when we start doing that, I think, um, we, we need to also think about the cloud mining. Um, brother Joe brought that up on yesterday. And so with this process, you know, how carbon clean is that? Um, or, or um, world friendly is that how green is is the cloud mining so we we want to look into that as well um, so those are some questions that we can ask on on this line on this end remember i I want uh what each group to solve at least three problems and this is this is pretty easy with this group well let me ask a question Mm -hmm. so i'm looking at the, the sheet here so it says also how to create a community along the blockchain what does that mean creating a community So alongside the blockchain. Yes. So what I was thinking is, you know, um, we can like, you remember that drawing I I, I did a couple of uh, classes ago or a couple of meetings ago where we just have, we have our own community. So you have the real, the, the blockchain that everybody's on. And then there's a little, uh, a mini blockchain, so to speak that people can operate on and so that's okay, okay that's what i was talking about i think that's okay. what my mindset was when i created that question but okay. people can network amongst the same you know right. and the same thing and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay and so um yeah we can create venues um I'm I'm so excited. We're we're trying to close on this this building, and uh, I don't know if I I think I mentioned it, but it's three hundred and sixty um, thousand square feet, so it's huge. And um, when we create when we close on this building, I I want us to think about you know how we can use it for the block part of it for the blockchain and what we're doing. So. Um, if we had a facility and said, say we had, we, if we, if I say, Hey, can we get a space for uh H2O blockchain in here where we can set up at least a hundred computers 
And, you know, we may have to put some solar panels up on the roof. We use some of the regular electricity that's in the building, but we definitely use the solar panels as well uh, as an energy source. Um, So those type of things I want us to be thinking about. Um, And Miss Shelley, I would like for you to also keep abreast of what's going on with that, that company that's Greensville or something like that. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Where they're getting ready to open up for mining. Yes. 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 So if we can keep abreast to what's going on with them and their process and things of that nature, because that's what we're going to be doing. Right. And so um, if they're having any challenges, any woes, or uh, if, if the community is, is for them or fighting against them, you know, all those type of things. Oh, okay. Good point. Okay. So Miss Ayo or Miss Shellis, did anybody, Miss Dion, anybody else have anything to add for now? I did look up a few things. Um, I'm trying to get better with this looking up because it takes me so long and I really don't get too much out of it. Um, it's okay, baby uh, steps. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I was trying to... Well, the, the thing, I, I think my question that I was doing, I was actually doing the same question you was doing, but I I don't know why. For some reason, it said was not being used and what was not being used that I didn't see was the moon being oh, used yeah. out of high <laughs> You're right. category. Yeah. I so that. that's what I had really, you know, put the answer to of everything I was looking for. It was different ones that was using different things and solar was basically the biggest ones the biggest one Mm -hmm. and then you had like you said the hydro and the um the wind and and the water but it was called what is the water it was called hydro glen yeah hydro uh, yeah it was called hydro glen Um, i think oh shoot i closed it so hydropower. Okay, the article I used it it said some height about hydroglen. And when I looked it up because I didn't know what the meaning of it was. Um wait. I didn't know the meaning of it. So when I looked it up, it had it was telling me about the water. It was about the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what hydro is for. So you said hydro blend? It's it's just like hydro, but it got the G-E-N at the end. Hydrogen? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a highly flammable gas. It's odorless and clear. Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Oh, you know what? Since you mentioned that, that was one of the resources that I do recall 
and they were saying something about in the process separating the um, the oxygen from yes. the yeah okay I'm glad mm-hmm. you mentioned that let me put a star by that to find out more detail okay. hello hello uh, that's all I have okay okay we have our guest with us today and Miss Whitney Welcome to uh, the boss meeting, and we are so excited to have you. Um, you want to? I want to just go ahead and give you the floor. I know we we're limited with time today, so um, yes, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, we we are co um, members of the morning meetup, and so that's where we met. And so I'm glad you are here today. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Whitney O'Hara, and I am a crypto enthusiast. Uh, so I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to just speak on this platform. So what I do is, um, because of my experience and passion in cryptocurrency, um, I focus on telling people and teaching people what it's about, what the foundation of it is, what the hype is about, and then also how to get involved safely right there's a lot of scams out there so i focus also on teaching people not only how to buy crypto how it works how to protect it but more importantly how to research projects before you jump into it um and part of the reason i even became so passionate about this particular part of cryptocurrency was because um not long ago, crypto was a dirty word, right? People didn't want to say they were involved in crypto or what they bought or if they bought. Um, and I was having a hard time even having conversations about it with my girlfriends. Um, and the other, the other um, issue also was that people didn't really know what it was. It felt like everyone thought it was like internet money. And, and the main narrative around that was, oh, there's a lot of scams and it's not regulated. And the truth of it all is, so there is truth to that but it doesn't negate the fact that this is still the largest wealth wealth transfer asset and tool that we've had in our lifetimes and so in an effort to make sure that people like me especially like women black people like me uh, don't miss out on engaging with something this monumental um, I've just made it my focus to debunk the myths around cryptocurrency and then to simplify it like i try to make crypto make sense right let's let's take out the hype from it let's let's just talk about the basics about you know what it is again how it works why everybody needs to know it how it is you can make money off of it um and just start there um and Although my experience ha- is limited in comparison to like other people who've been in the game since 2013 or whatever, um, I've only been in it for two years. And I think that has really given me an edge as well, because I still relate to um, the confusion around cryptocurrency and the language that is used and, and falling into scams and getting caught up in you know, those ads where people tell you, yeah, give me $500 and I get you 50,000 tomorrow. Like your money's going to do backflips. And, and, you know, I was, <laughs> but then, and I was also burned by, by one of those. Um, but then I used the opportunity to make sure that it didn't happen to me again. And that was really when I took crypto, crypto really seriously. And in an effort to make sure I never got played, I learned how to do my research, how to engage and how to speak 
about it um, in simple terms while still driving the message home. So to execute that, uh, I built a membership called Win in Crypto. Um, it's that's also my social media handle and uh people join our membership and we just talk about crypto in a real casual way we talk about our crypto confessions too about you know uh the mishaps we had the experiences we had like you know trying to do this on our own and then the communities that we've built because i've realized that um if there's three important things you need in cryptocurrency it's one making that decision and then two, building community. And then three, also getting a mentor so that you always have a safe place to ask questions and, and um, to get guidance as you, as you move in this space. So thank you for allowing me to just riff real quick. Um, yep, go ahead. You can ask me any questions if you like. One second. So, so Whitney, what, what, um... What is the driving force behind crypto? Where, and you said something about. Um, I, I took it as like e equaling the level. You said it's monumental, um, the space that we're entering with cryptocurrency. What do you mean by that? Um, okay. Um, when you when I say it's monumental, I mean um, cryptocurrencies really changed and is influencing how our current financial system works. Right. Um, you're often going to hear terms now like DeFi or decentralized finance. Well, to understand what that is, you also have to know what centralized finance is. And and um, that's something I can go into. I don't have too much time, but I will do it. Um, and even before that, you have to also think about like why is Bitcoin especially like what's the hype around it? Why should we care? Okay, there've been digital currencies before. Why do we care about Bitcoin? And what I tell people is like what Bitcoin did was show us that the same way that I can give you money if you were next to me, like if you wanted five dollars, I hand you five dollars without having to go through. Um, a bank and then my bank and then your bank and then who knows who else is in, involved. Um, Bitcoin provides us with that same ability where I can just pay you what I want to give you without having so many like third parties involved. And it wasn't, I think, I think it was really pronounced uh, during the 2007, 2008 financial crisis where we realized like, yo, banks are not doing what they're supposed to do. Like this is not how it's supposed to be. Um, that, that idea of, removing the third person and directly dealing with the person you want to deal with, that peer-to-peer -peer transaction really became amplified. And in a decentralized form of finance, which is really what, um, which is really what one of the um, really attractive things about this space in cryptocurrency is removing that third person, removing that central authority I often explain it like this and, and someone else gave me this illusion. I can't, I don't know who to give credit to, but I know it's not mine, but I like it. Um, thinking of our financial system right now, like uh, uh, a spider, right? All the power of a spider is in its head. You kill the head and the whole thing's dead, right? Versus a decentralized um, crypto-ish system where it's more like a starfish, where the the central nervous system of a starfish is scattered throughout its body, right? So if you cut off a limb, the whole thing still functions because the power is not in one place. It's, it's diffused, right? It's, uh, it's uh, shared. So the, the, the whole idea of having 
a government or a bank or one authority that then decides who gets a loan and how they get a loan and the color of their skin and their likelihood to pay it back based on what they look like or all those those uh, human aspects of things almost get removed practically yeah they really do get removed when when you're thinking of um, a decentralized system right so that's inspiring and motivational but it's also threatening to the current system but that's why like stuff like this is really important for us to understand and engage with engage in now with another reason why this would be like really monumental and i'll keep saying that because i'm hyped about this stuff is even if you didn't know all this stuff the easiest way to understand cryptocurrency is to think of it as the internet in 98, except the internet didn't have the internet to market it in 98. <laughs> like it was a really revolutionary idea. It's created a whole bunch of, of uh, economies. Um, it, you know, like, okay, we started off with dial-up, then we went to Wi-Fi, and now we have all these apps that run our lives um, Amazon wouldn't be Amazon without the internet. You know, when you think of social media, even Zoom, like it's changed how everything works. Cryptocurrency is doing the same thing. Blockchain technology, they're not the same thing. They work together, but they're not the same thing. It's also doing that. And it's spreading like wildfire and influencing practically everything, slowly but surely, because mass adoption is, you know, it's touch and go, but we're heading in that direction. Um, it's blowing up because we have the internet, because the word is spreading so fast, because I'm communicating with people around the country and around the world through, you know, like Zoom chats and Instagram and YouTube. And uh, we're able to discuss this and try this out in real time. Um, so with all that said, I would not like I, I for me, it still shocks me that people will ask, okay. I'll just wait until, you know, everybody else adapts before I jump in. And I'm like, no, wrong answer, wrong, boo, that's not the way to go. Um, the opportunity for this to be something um, is to jump in it early. Think of, here's a practical example. If you bought Amazon in 2000, when did Amazon open? Like 2003? Like, would you not be in the jet right now with, with, <laughs> with Bezos, like Bezos? Because you would have invested early. Um, and you would have put yourself in a position to really have an opportunity to build wealth practically passively, right? This is our opportunity to engage and buy the the, the established coins. Like there's, there's so many different cryptocurrencies. I think right now in the market, there's like 10, at least 10,000 different cryptocurrencies. Most of those ain't worth their weight in salt, it, it, facts. But the ones that have, uh, have really proven them, themselves over the years and have... Um, uh, allowed us to study them and have really just the ones that are worth their weight in gold um, would be Bitcoin and Ethereum right now, right? And I'm like, you can, my, my, I advocate people to at least build a strategy around buying them based on your budget, because at least we should know by now that those ones really aren't going anywhere. They've proven themselves. A ton of experts are going to tell you, yeah, they're not, they're not really, they're not really going nowhere. <laughs> That's an opportunity in itself. They re, they consider Bitcoin, especially B, um, Bitcoin itself, BTC, the, the ticker symbol, to be digital gold. It's a real asset, all right? So 
for me, I'm passionate about telling people, listen, you could, you could, you, you could start somewhere. Let's, let's get to the basics. Let's figure out, let me tell you what this is, how it works, how you can make money off of it, how you can research it. That way, when you keep hearing things like DeFi and NFTs and, you know, getting involved in arbitrage, blah, 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 you'll know where to go. And more importantly, that can be another way for you to diversify your experience here. Now we're talking metaverse and all these things. Okay, well, how do I get involved in that? Do I want to trade? I don't know how to trade. I want this to be passive. I already have a business and a full-time job and a family and my life. I don't, I want to engage, but I don't want to get overwhelmed. Um, and I just try to, to cut through all of that and give you a, a simple way to do that. So I'm, I'm, I've built a community around that and, and a membership. And I just, I'm out here trying to provide a service for real, because this is where it's at. And it would practically be irresponsible for us to not at least um, share the information and, and get involved. Yeah. Awesome. 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 You say, so we, we've been doing a little study. Um, we're actually reading, reading a book together um, and we're learning about the process. And so we're, it's, it's great that you come on and, and, and give us your time and we really appreciate it. Um, and you said a little bit about um, the metaverse and we hadn't really de- dove into that yet, but we mm-hmm. would like to. And mm-hmm. what, what um, some things that you can share with us about the metaverse? Okay. Um, really briefly, the metaverse is more like a, a, di- a digital reality where you can create the world we live in, in that space, right? Now it's, it's, a, it's a long ways away before it fully becomes that, but there's a number of companies that are already engaging in that and providing um, uh, content and context and product to be utilized in the metaverse, right? Okay, so case in point, like we know now, Facebook is the front runner right now with, with the, them changing the name of their company to Meta. And um, there's a number of videos that even Zuckerberg himself has, has shown, uh, at, has posted on YouTube actually, where he shows you what that would look like, where me and you, instead of being on Zoom, could create avatars and meet in the metaverse. So our meetings would be more three-dimensional-ish you know, and we can and we can have this conversation with our meta with our with our avatars on say the Himalayas because you know we don't want to be in our rooms no more. You know, <laughs> so it's an opportunity to do that, right? Now there's a number of games that have already given us an idea of what that would look like, um, especially with gamers. I think it's Fortnite and there's a, a second Second Life also where people buy items and then use them in the metaverse. They create a, a, an economy there as well where they're buying and selling different characters or now NFTs, skins, whatever, right? And you're able to communicate and build, again, community. All these words sound redundant, but it's true. That's really what's happening. Um, so from the metaverse perspective, that's really what it is. It's like uh, COVID just really provided us an opportunity to, to like go right into something like that because it's like, okay, we can be home without ever being home now. Um, or we can be out while still being home. Um, so yeah, briefly, that's just metaverse is us being out there. Now there's been a number of countries that now are, are buying real estate and building embassies and um, even providing the idea of having tourism of their country, but in the metaverse. So you don't really leave, but you still get the experience. Like this is some fantastic stuff. 
So then how do you, how do we get involved in it until all of that becomes a reality? Until, until Google Quest, those, those Oculus glasses become, you know, Christmas presents for everybody or as common as like getting a Starbucks, you know, uh, or, or before, what do you call it? Apple gets in the game and start providing products. I think they're, they're talking about also get, getting goggles or something like that. How do we get involved? Well, we can start to look at the articles that are being posted about the metaverse or so Decentraland or, or you know, uh, which coins, um, which cryptocurrencies are they using to make purchases in, in, the, in the metaverse? When you see people talk about digital real estate and people buying land in the metaverse, well, okay, how are they doing it? Okay, I'm gonna find out which coin they're using, which, which cryptocurrency is, is, is Facebook hyping up right now because that's the one I'm gonna buy because they're trying to get everybody involved there, right? Microsoft is talking about having digital offices, right? So that people would go into the metaverse to work in, in, in teams or uh, I can't remember what their program is called. So instead of showing up on Zoom for your meetings while you're working virtually, you would have an avatar and still work with your colleagues and still feel like you're having that um, interaction, a physical interaction with them. So I would find out which cryptocurrencies they're using to, to um, navigate in these spaces. And then I would invest in that too. That would be something else I could purchase, you know, like sand or uh, mana. Mana was used in the central land. Um, like those are the things I, those are the things I would do. And uh, it feels like every day there's more content around cryptocurrency um, in the real world, right? Like we've seen what crypto.com has done in the sports arena and MMA and their sports sponsorships there with the stadiums they're building, all of that. I could talk about this for hours. I'm trying, <laughs> I feel like I take 10 minutes to answer one question. Um, did I even answer your question? Yes, yes. Um, fantastic. That's, this is some great information um, that you're, you're giving us. And um, just give you a heads up. This is the book that we're reading. Um, it's um, Blockchain Basics, NFTs for Beginners and Cryptocurrency. And nice. So, We've been diving into this and <clears throat> we've been diving into this. It's, it's um, Nakamoto Satoshi, the one Bitcoin creator. That's what they did. Lies. Okay. <laughs> yes. Bitcoin and, and um, the blockchain, um, uh, the Bitcoin blockchain as well. So, um, yeah. So it's, We've been learning a lot and it's been a, a learning curve for us. Um, but for you to come and, and break it down to us in um, simple form is, is great. And we, we definitely want you back. But they may have some more questions. Y'all have any questions um, for Miss Whitney's? So the metaverse, yeah, they're quiet. Um, for some reason, <laughs> uh, I could talk about something. Oh, Joe has his hand up. Okay, go ahead, brother Joe. You on mute? Oh, wow! Hello. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, I was uh, thinking about uh, the meta uh, metaphor and the um, what what you grip on. What I was saying, Dodge coin. And uh, Shiba, both of those are ran on the NFTs, big time. And Dodge Coin, they said was uh, 
brought up by Spokesman and Joe, but I'm looking at it and they're using Dodge Corn and Sheba. And I, I believe Sheba brought on Dodge Corn. And they are heavily in the uh, NFT. So do you see those coming, uh, those two coins coming up, you believe? I, so you were breaking up a bit, but what was the, the last question? Do I see those two coins doing what? Uh, going in, uh, going, going somewhere for in the future, since they are, are in the NFTs right now. Um, so I'll say this: them being in NFTs doesn't really carry as much weight with regard to their longevity because everybody's getting into NFTs. Um, with um, outside of that. The reason they say Dogecoin is a joke was because the technology around it wasn't like it wasn't that serious. The the team behind it wasn't that great. It really was like, well, let's see what happens. Uh, um, so for it to have gotten to where it was is really a testament of how um, how powerful cryptocurrency is and the fact that the 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 valuation and the the substance is determined not by companies but around what people think of it, right? Um, if, they're, if they're able to build successful communities and a positive sentiment around it, then that just boosts its price um, to um, astronomical numbers, as you can see what it did with Dogecoin. Um, I would say, um, I wouldn't say the same thing so much about Shiba. Um, um, I don't know the, all the technology uh, or the protocol behind um, Shiba Inu, but I know it's hat. Uh, and I did buy Shiba like, in April of last year. So I made some money off of that. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but yes, to, to decide, to determine it, the longevity of a token or a coin based on the fact that it's involved with NFTs would be a bit premature, in my opinion. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Anybody? <laughs> awesome, awesome. And so- I'm warm uh, now, let's go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about the blockchain. We, we know that um, the blockchain is the basics that everything is pretty much operating on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So first of all, oh man, a blockchain is everything. The only reason, in my opinion, that Bitcoin even means anything or, or garnered as much power and prowess as it did was because it was backed by the blockchain um blockchain technology um cryptocurrency is one of the babies of blockchain right um because blockchain just allows for every other industry to piggyback off of it and and it will just revolution revolutionize it on on site the moment it's involved so blockchain is really just um this massive ledger where it's basically keeping track of interactions or transactions and um, everyone or anyone can, can vouch, well, can, can look into it to confirm that X, Y, and Z actually happened. And these are the people involved and this is what happened because it's documented on the blockchain, right? So to simplify it, the name gives away the definition, right? It's blocks of information that are linked together with a chain. So in these, in these blocks is your data, right? Where we're um, providing a receipt of something that happened. I sent uh, Anton one crypto or one Bitcoin. Okay, so the blockchain would then say, 
is there, does Whitney even have one Bitcoin to give? Yes, she does. Did she move it from this wallet address to Anton's address? Yes, he did. All the other computers um, that contain the blockchain also will verify that information and legitimize. They're like, yep, that's it. Facts. That's what happened. Now, if Anton then moves that one, like half of the Bitcoin I gave him and gave it to Joe, then the blockchain is going to do- verify that you have it, document that it have that that it happened, and who was involved and when it happened. Right. So it's really connecting data, making sure that it's documented and verified correctly, and the fact that it's immutable, so you can't change it, you can't edit it, you can't delete it. Um, it changes everything, right? It's like, um, my God, how do I say? It? It's like digitalized um, human trust where we're not depending on people to document this because yeah, they make errors and they could change it and they can have um, other intentions around it. The blockchain takes care of all of that. It removes that aspect of it. So then you think about how that could then be utilized in all the other industries, right? You buy a bag from Gucci, you want to know if it's authentic. Okay, put that on the blockchain. Document the, you know, when it was created, what number it, it could contain or a wallet address within it to confirm that, yes, this was from Gucci. This is when it's made. It's authentic. Okay. Think about it in a political system. If we all have one identity or one address or one wallet address or whatever, and we go to vote, you can't be in two places at one time. Like you can't duplicate the vote. You can't, right? It would it would completely take away the need for or the opportunity for corruption and and voter suppression and all that stuff to happen, right? Think of it if we were budgeting in a fi- in the financial game too. Money's not gonna go missing if it's on a blockchain. It's telling us exactly how much was given, who had it, how much they got, when they had it, and how it moved around. So. The blockchain is just changing everything. In the medical field, I'm a nurse by training. Like you can have a block with all your medical information there and then choose who you want to share it with, regardless of which part of the world or country you're in, right? You won't need a folder. <laughs> you won't need, you know, a whole bunch of emails or something printed out with, you know, all the doctors you've seen and what they said and your past medical history and, you know, this CD with your x-ray on it or this film. Like it would all be digitalized in one space. So yeah, blockchain is bay. It's everything. And, and it's exciting to see all the other ways it can be utilized. Um, so blockchain. And, and is it, uh, I know LaShawn has her hand up. Hold on. I know LaShawn has her hand up and Miss Shelley. So I'm going I'm to hold my question and let them go. Okay. We have five minutes? <sighs> Devil's a liar. <laughs> okay. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so my question is, I wanted to know, when you originally decided to get into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, what did you? What was your first purchase and how did you know what to invest in? Um, my first purchase was Bitcoin. Um, this was, I want to say around 2017, 2018. Um, and it was really just out of fear of missing out. It was, yeah, it was Bitcoin. Then I got into Dogecoin. I jumped into crypto the same way I jumped into the stock market with Robinhood, where you just hear about it and you put some money on it and you hope for the best. No entry strategy, no exit strategy, none of that. So yeah, it was just, I just jumped in, um, because I wanted to get involved somehow. 
um, I was just in a place where I'd finally figured out my financial situation and, and I built financial um, competency. And then I, I had some money on the side and I was so proud of myself until I realized that my money wasn't growing. And if I didn't continue to work, I was going to have to keep working to add money to the account. <laughs> so then I was like, now I got to learn how to invest. And that's, that's really what happened. I just jumped in. So to, for a minority, someone say like a single parent, such as myself, that's trying to do better for me and my kids. Um, I don't have tons of money saved up, but I have maybe like a couple of thousand dollars. What would you say would be the best thing to do to um, grow my money? One, get a Coinbase account or just open an account with an exchange, preferably one that gives you um, your keys. Uh, I, I talk about this later, but Coinbase, put uh, maybe $100 a week or $50 a week aside. They, they can allow you to program it uh, where they can just take a little bit of your money based on your or what's comfortable for you and slowly build your position out on two or three coins. All right. So like I said, Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, maybe one other coin, right? But you have two stable assets and then you're just slowly amassing your wealth through putting in a little bit of money in there consistently. That's what I would suggest. Okay. My last question. I um, noticed that, you know, Cash App is one of the things that we all use frequently now. And when you go into Cash App, I always get the notification about um, joining the Coinbase through Cash App. What's your thoughts on that? My thought is just to go to Coinbase um, because Cash App will tax you. And also you can buy crypto. You can buy specifically just Bitcoin on Cash App. But when you think of the tax liability especially this year, next year, as you know, the infrastructure bill is coming to place, you don't necessarily want to buy and hold your cryptocurrency in financial apps like Cash App that don't even give you like the, the receipt or, or the, um, the keys, right? Your, your secret key or your recovery phrase that says, if anything happens to Cash App, this is your receipt that this is your cryptocurrency and you can still have it. Um, I say all that to say, there's no reason for you to go through Cash App to get to Coinbase when you can just go to Coinbase and start there. Got it. Because I had signed up for Robinhood. Someone had told me about it like a year ago, but I don't know the first thing about investing. So it was like scary to me. So I was like, okay, I don't want to put money somewhere. And then I have no clue what's going on. And then it's like gone. And, and the thing is, those are great places to start. But now we have so many options. And then there's also the consequence of paying taxes um, or, or paying taxes and fees when you move cryptocurrency around. So when you're starting out, I'm thinking buy it and protect it, right? And then build mm-hmm. a strategy around buying it more slowly but surely so that um, with dollar cost average, okay, see, I'm going through some other stuff. Yes, if you bought it in Coinbase, and then you, if you buy in Cash App and then you move it to Coinbase, Coinbase is charging you. Also, that's a taxable event right there. So you're going to have to explain when you're doing your taxes why you moved it. Or just the fact okay. that you moved it, you're going to have to pay taxes on that. You have to explain. Uh, same thing with, with Robinhood. It's a great place to start if you're intimidated by Coinbase and opening an account like that. But the thing is, it's so primitive. Like they made it so easy that right now there is really no excuse, right? And and I can help you with that. 
I can, I can help you with that. Um, that's what the memberships and stuff like that are for. Um, but it's a Robin Hood. I don't fault Robin Hood because I started that way. But the, my whole thing is you're, you're building an asset. You're buying an asset. This is gold. You need it protected. Robin Hood doesn't give you that protection. They, you could buy it, but they're not giving you that protection if anything happens. So, okay. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know if you have any more time. Um, you do have some time. If they want to stick around, y'all welcome um, to stick around and ask some more questions. Um, we really appreciate it. We'll love to have you back um, to talk some more. And I know Miss Shelley, yes, we, um, your, your page dropped your information. She dropped her information in the chat. Yep. Awesome, and, awesome, uh, awesome. My ID is there too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely connect with her and, and get some more information. She's building a great community and, um, we, I'm definitely going to join, um, and, you know, we may join as a group. I'm not sure how we'll, we'll do it, but we, you definitely will have somebody from our team <laughs> and our group, uh, uh, hit you up and, and, and join maybe several people. So, um, we appreciate you. Miss Shelley, you had your hand raised. Do you still want to ask your, ask your question? Well, um, good morning. I would just want, and thank you, to piggyback off of what LaShawn said since it came out. So um, she mentioned Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. So would Acorns be the same, the same platform similar to Robin Hood? Um, so yes, in my opinion, yes. I, I don't personally have, um, I haven't used Acorns, so I don't have that experience or relationship with them. I do understand how they're different from each other though, but yes, it's still oh. the same thing. They don't provide you with the protection of your asset, um, and moving it from, moving it from them and to a more stable, uh, safer wallet, like a cold wallet or whatever else is, is going to create a tax event for you a taxable event and it's a and you have to pay fees on top of that so so in that case would you suggest to just leave it as is to mm -hmm. leave it i would say i'm asking that because i have an account that uh -huh. i started uh -huh. with fifty dollars um last christmas and it's now worth like 490 something it may be like 500 dollars now the total value. Mm -hmm. And I just, I did the same thing. My friend was trying to get me started. So that I made that investment. It was a Christmas gift. And so he was killed in April of last year. So I was like, left like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> so I just left it sitting there. And finally, last month, I decided to get in, go into the account just to see Mm -hmm. But I'm like LaShawn. I don't I didn't know what to do at the time. But now I'm a part of another group where, you know, we're discussing those things. But since you mentioned it, I just wanted to get your opinion to see if you thought that um, it would be better to just let it sit there and just continue. What it does is it round up my change from my checking account. Yeah. Then I think like five dollars a month. Yeah. But okay, that was it. But now I had my other question was um, about the blockchain. So you explained the blockchain 
So what I was wondering is if, do you have any knowledge on or of explaining how exactly that works? Because I'm thinking that, you know, with that amount of information and, you know, the computers that running through the computers and I'm just thinking ahead, I'm always thinking ahead and what's going on in, in the world with, it seems like they've been practicing on how to knock out the cell phone towers. You know, we've had several incidents in the past couple of years where in certain areas, the cell phones just all went out and they kept, you know, just different little things. So I'm like, are they, are they practicing on how to take us down to shut us down? And that did shut us down. That was a, uh, it was chaos when our cell phones were down. So do you, would you um, explain like how that worked? Is it a possibility that something could happen to wipe out the computers? I guess the security of it is what I'm trying to ask. Cool. So that um, something can happen and just wipe out the computers and where does all that information go? Okay. So with regard to whether you should stay or or dissolve your uh, Acorns account, I wouldn't say you should because it sounds like they're investing in the stock market for you, right? They're right, taking- diversifying. Yeah, so then no, leave it as it is, especially as uh, passive as it is, right? It's really hands-off. They take, you know, they round up your dollar to the next thing, take that change and reinvest it for you, right? Mm-hmm. Leave it as it is. Um, that's not doing anything in crypto for you though, is it? Mm, No, no, I don't think so. Now, when you decide to start in cryptocurrency, I would recommend you start with a simple, uh, open a a crypto bank account, (laughs) which is really just, uh, an exchange. We're going to use those terms, um, simultaneously. Um, you just open an account, link your bank card to it. Um, they'll ask you to identify yourself and then you can just create, um, like I said, just create a, what do you call it? A schedule of how much you would like for it to buy for you and what exactly to buy. That's, oh. it. That's one. With regard to the safety of the blockchain, it goes back to the example I provided, right? Um, about how the blockchain is more like a starfish where all the power is distributed. There's at least, I think, 10,000 computers that hold the information of the blockchain. So when you say, okay, they're going to wipe it out they would have to wipe out all those computers, right? Okay. Part of the security yeah. around and, and the viability and, and just the dopeness of the blockchain is that because all the power is scattered, it's like it's like saying for aliens to take over the earth, they're going to have to kill all the human beings to wipe out our <laughs> DNA and our existence. They have to get to everybody, right? That's that's the best example I can get. It's it would be really hard to do. Would it be impossible? No, but it would be really, really hard to do. Okay. Maybe there's people okay. out there trying. I can't imagine the person who figures out how to hack the blockchain. They'd be rock stars forever. Even if they went to jail, I'm sure they'll be on the, the face of Bitcoin if Bitcoin was a real coin. <laughs> if it was okay. a physical coin. But it's I'm saying like it's that impossible right okay. now. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Mr. Go ahead. <laughs> um, with that, what they was talking about, um, what wiping out the computers and don't you also have a um, insurance? You get insurance on your um, 
Bitcoin. So if anything was to happen, say for instance, like um, um, scam or you know somebody trying to get into your uh, database, so the insurance that will help that. Uh, Am I correct? So um, maybe you need to clarify your question because I know of insurance. Uh, I don't know if the blockchain provides insurance on your bitcoin so could you know you open you open up um i can't think of the name of it but we read it in a book if i'm correct might not be correct though but i know it was something about um insurance on your um bitcoin in case of um fraud someone tried you know got into your um web Yes. So yes, you can. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not connected or um, it's not guaranteed per se. It's like um, you can you can get insurance through decentralized financial services that can insure any coin, your Bitcoin, whatever. But does that um, does that mean it's like guaranteed? Oh no, no. Let me say that differently. You can get insurance on your coins. Yes, you can. Does that protect you from it being from any from it being stolen or whatever else? That's the point of the insurance. Yes. Is it documented on the blockchain? Yes, it should. So yeah, you can you can protect it. Uh, I think to to just clarify from my understanding, you're saying that if if the blockchain should be compromised in any which way, will the insurance that you have purchased to protect your asset, your cryptocurrency, then take care of it? I would like to think so. But it also begs the question of if you really understood what blockchain is. If the, if, if the blockchain has the receipts and now suddenly the receipts are compromised, did it really happen? Because this is all digital. Nothing, nothing about this is physical, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so. Correct. Think about that one now. <laughs> did I answer your question? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Jay. All right, good morning. Uh, I had a question on the ICO. Can you uh, explain that to me? Yes. So an ICO is the crypto equivalent of an IPO. An IPO is a, is a um, what is it? Initial public offering. When a physical company, like what we have these days, Google, um, Walmart, whatever, um, when they're first starting out and they're seeking funding or whatever, they go public, Right. When they're going public, they're in essence looking for investors. They're looking for people to buy into the idea of their business. They'll make you a whole list of promises about what they're trying to do and the time frame they're trying to do it in, the problem that they're solving in the market, how they're unique, blah, blah, blah. So in conclusion, it would be a steal for you to then invest in their company right now while they're sharing, while they're sharing their share, while they're offering their shares at like $5, um, per share, as opposed to their projection of it going to $100 a share in, you know, like three months after they launch, right? So you jump on it because you're like, oh, snap, I, I see their technology. I see the problem they're trying to solve. I can see how this could be a popular thing and, and how they can build a community around this because people are going to believe it just as much as I do. So let me buy into that. Okay. So in crypto, when when these uh, tokens or 
whatever companies come up with their with their or offer their ICO, which is their initial coin offering versus the initial public offering, they're doing the same thing. They're saying, hey, this is our token. It's gonna solve this problem. This is how it's different from the other coins. This is the team behind it. This is the technology we're providing and we're only selling it right now. We're presenting it to you and giving you the opportunity to buy it at 50 cents right now. So people come in and put a thousand dollars right now to get uh, just a ton of shares at 50 cents a piece, right? Um, so that's what the ICO would be like. And then they'll be like, yo, uh, maybe in three months from now, it should be at $2. That's what we're expecting. And then they'll spend all, every waking moment, hyping it up, getting celebrities to tell you, hey, this coin right here, this coin right here, this one is going to be the one that changes your life. And then, you know, people then decide if they, if they believe the technology or if they just get sucked in by the marketing. Um, so that's really how IPOs work. The downside to ICOs is that, because there is that initial pump, right? Where they raise the price because um, they're building engagement on social media, publicizing it, getting you know, famous faces to, to, to back the company is people will buy into it, right? Because everyone is like, what, 50 cents? Yeah, and we just needed to go up to a dollar or $2. Yes, I'm in, I'm, I'm in it, I'm gonna put in my money. Um, some ICOs will be, will tell you that, okay, yeah, this, you will get your, your, um, your initial return on your investment after three months or so, or after a year, uh, after, um, we've met our mark or, um, uh, we've raised the, the initial value of our coin to $2, which is our goal, whatever. Now you can wait those three months out. It could go up to $5, right? Because the hype is real. Okay. Now, on the day or the day before it's time for everybody to get their money, people have experienced that dump, right? Where the price just plummets. <laughs> because one, the company will never give you all your money in one shot, right? Because that would bankrupt. So that's bad business. Secondly, you could still have your initial investment in them locked in for a year as per your agreement with them right? You take out the profit in a couple of months, but your initial investment remains with them for X amount of time. Um, what else have I experienced with ICOs? Um, so they can be, they can be lucrative. They can also be slightly disappointing. They can also just be your money locked up somewhere and you get minimal returns, but you get it back. That's, that's all I know about ICOs. Great. Great. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Oh, wait, hold on. And then that's why they do the airdrops too, right? Yeah, okay, I just want to add that too. Awesome, awesome. Some great, great information. Any other questions? We're not going to hold her. If, if you all don't have any other questions, um, let me, I did not. Oh, you're a busy man. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay. Um, so, sorry about that. Yes. Yeah, so some great, great, great information, Miss Whitney. We really appreciate your time and your efforts. We would love to have yes, you back. Um, <laughs> we would love to have you back to share with us. We are a small group, but we're doing some powerful things. And um, we definitely will join what you got going on to learn more and to help build your community as well. Um, 
look forward to some of the great things that we have to come as well. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and we'll be talking soon. So if any, if there's no more questions, we're going to let her go and we'll be uh, chatting soon. Have a great day, guys, and we'll see you at the top. Bye. Thank, Thank you, everyone. You, at the top. Thank you.